Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. A very interesting show for you today on the College Investor Audio Show. Check this out. How to get an FHA mortgage loan with student loan debt. FHA loans are sought after by many homeowners, including those with high debt. Now, these loans are great for first-time homebuyers and others with low down payments. Here are just some of the reasons why an FHA loan is so sought after. A 3.5% down payment and acceptance of those with lower credit scores, like 580. For students with tens of thousands of dollars in student loans, can seem like your home financing options are almost non-existent. You'll be happy to know that isn't the case, though. You can still apply for an FHA loan mortgage. So today, you'll learn how student loan payments affect FHA loans and how you can best position yourself for approval. First up, let's talk about debt-to-income ratio, or DTI. Your debt-to-income ratio is a determining factor in getting approved for an FHA loan. DTI adds up all of your monthly payments and then divides them by your income. Monthly payments include car notes, credit card payments, and of course, student loans. As an example, let's say you earn $5,500 per month. Not bad. You can have the following payments. A car note of $300, credit cards totaling $600, and student loans totaling $350. The total debt is $1,250. DTI equals $1,250 divided by $5,500 equals 23%. When lenders look at DTI, Many consider anything at or below 43% as pretty good. This can vary among different lenders, of course, but 43% is a really good rule of thumb. With a 23% DTI, you'd be in great shape. However, one little thing is missing, your house payment. Add a monthly payment of $1,500 and the debt now jumps to $2,750. DTI increases to... 2750 divided by 5500 equals 50%, pushing this borrower well above the 43% guideline. Ultimately, this means the borrower will likely have a difficult time getting a home loan, no matter what kind it is. In this case, the best thing to do is pay down some of that debt and or make more money, of course, per month in an effort to get that monthly total debt payment below 43%. Of course, there are many other factors that come into play. One is your credit score or your FICO score. It's good to know about this number and what it is. Lenders might not approve anything below, say, 680. If you apply for a loan unknowingly with a 640 credit score, you'd be rejected. As lenders check your credit, they'll pull your credit report. This hit or hard check can further reduce your credit score by placing new inquiries on your credit report. Knowing you don't have the minimum score needed can save you grief while you build up your credit. FHA loans, as you'll see, work a little bit differently when it comes to calculating DTI. FHA loan requirements and student loan DTI calculations. DTI is still critically important for FHA loan approval. Once student loans are factored in, DTI requirements become more strict. So using the example from earlier, the student loan monthly payment is $350. Let's say the total outstanding loan amount is 50 grand. In 2021, President Biden made it easier for student loan borrowers to get an FHA loan by easing the requirements of how to calculate DTI for borrowers on income-driven repayment plans. On the third page 
of the June 17, 2021 student loans document produced by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, it states the following. Calculation of monthly obligation. For outstanding student loans, regardless of the payment status, the mortgagee must use either the payment amount reported on the credit report or the actual documented payment when the amount is above zero or 0.5% of the outstanding balance on the loan when the monthly payment reported on the borrower's credit score is zero. 0.50% of $50,000 is $250. In this case, $250 will be used instead of $350. That brings total debt along with the $1,500 mortgage payment to $2,800 and DTI to 51%. 3% more doesn't seem like much, but depending on the difference between the monthly student loan payment and the 1% calculation, it could be enough to push DTI above what lenders are willing to accept. This can push the debt-to-income ratio to a level where purchasing a home with an FHA loan is out of reach until that balance is reduced. Justin Darisley, Vice President of Mortgage Lending with the Troy, Michigan Office of Guaranteed Rate, told MortgageLoan.com, As we just mentioned, the way to get around this problem is to lower your debt by paying it down. If you're on a student loan payment plan, it doesn't make much difference. You can read more about payment plans and how to get a mortgage while on them at thecollegeinvestor.com. So then we ask the question, what if my student loan has been in deferment? Huh. A big issue for many borrowers with student loans has been the COVID-19 deferment. Most federal student loan borrowers haven't had a payment in 20 months. In this case, the lender would use the 0.50% calculation from earlier, to calculate the student loan payment amount for the DTI. When payments resume, the payment documented on the credit report or the actual payment amount will be used. Alternatives to FHA loans. Let's take a look at those. At the end of the day, because of DTI, an FHA loan may not be in the cards for you. That doesn't mean you can't get a house, though. A more traditional mortgage will use your student loan monthly payment rather than 1% of the outstanding amount in its DTI calculation. However, your down payment will be higher and credit score requirements probably going to be more strict. Once the higher down payment is factored in, it may not outweigh the benefits of paying down more debt. Both routes will require raising more cash, but consider that paying down debt will also positively impact your credit score. Depending on how close you are to getting below a 43% DTI, paying down debt might be the quicker path than trying to save for a full 20% down payment. Now let's talk about comparing loan options real quick. Last thing we're going to talk about today. Whether you want to get an FHA loan or other mortgage loan type, it's important that you shop around. We recommend using LendingTree as a good starting off point to get the loan you need. You can also take a quick look at online mortgage lenders, but they don't operate in every state, so be aware of that. And that is our show for today. Hope it was helpful and gave you a little bit of hope if you're in student loan debt and don't quite have that high of a credit score to get a traditional loan. There are other paths you can take. If you want to find out more about this topic, tons of other things going on, you can check out thecollegeinvestor.com. That's thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.